Let me just take a sip of my PCP-laced water. <laughs> nice. A gallon of PCP. This is why they call it wet, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Drinking Out of Cups podcast, where we drink PCP and then talk on the podcast for an hour. <laughs> it's so weird because we actually drink like mostly out of hydro flasks and stuff, right? Yeah. I drink I'm drinking fucking PCP out of a can, dude. <laughs> it's made for finches, but humans can drink it too. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Infobren. Dude, shout out Infobren, dude, the man. The, yep. He shows and you how to be the man and he shows you how to be the boss. How to be the boss. And that talking was <laughs> Infobren's biggest fan, Ryan. My name hey. is Raven. And then over to my right, I've got Micah. What's up? What's up, y'all? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Mm-hmm. Hello, Talk about hello. PCP. Talk about PCP. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> PCP. So PCP is short for... Uh, oh, God. I, I just said this perfectly earlier. Fencyclidine. 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 Yeah, there you go. Fiend. Tight. <laughs> I did good this time. <laughs> I, didn't I mean, struggle you could say through fen it or fiend. I mean, fencyclidine. Yeah. I didn't struggle to it. I, like I it. struggled through it that bad this time. Uh, this is possibly the reason why it's shortened down to PCP, just because it's super hard to say. Another theory on why it's shortened down to PCP is because it, uh, one of the original street names for PCP was PC Pill. Or peace, oh, or peace pill. Yeah. So it just shortened it to PCP. Yeah. PCP pill. Yeah. And it, a PCP is also referred to as angel dust, dust, sherm, wet, and my favorite, love boat. And originally, <laughs> hog, too. <laughs> Why is well, it called love boat? <laughs> it, I have no idea. That's super strange. Maybe because it makes you feel like you're like floating in a boat and... Makes you feel good. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. Because doesn't it make you, doesn't it freaking make you like kill people and throw their bodies in a boat and then you make love to their dead bodies? In yeah. A boat? That's exactly why. That's uh, what I heard on fucking Fox I don't know. News. Dude. I think that's what we're going to myth bust today. <laughs> <laughs> in all Just honesty, kidding. I did read that it is has to do with some of the original myths behind the drug of why it's called Love Boat that we will get into. Uh, just it being sold as things that it wasn't. So. Cool. I think one thing we should mention too that's so weird about it is like you have you have peace pill, which it was you know a pill, right? Yeah. And then angel dust, dust, whatever, all these other names. Those are uh, referring to it in its powdered form. Yeah. Right. And then uh, wet and stuff like that is like when it's in its liquid form. So there's a lot of different forms oh. of PCP. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Got PCP a lot of weird names. is a dissociative uh, hallucinogenic street drug that is typically ingested through smoking, but smoking the liquid. So Mm -hmm. you typically would dip a cigarette into the liquid or a joint and then smoke it that way. But you can also ingest it orally or snort it. And yes, Ryan, you can boof. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you fucking stole my thunder, dude. What were you saying, Micah? When it's got cannabis, they call it wacko tobacco. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Or uh, if it's freaking weed, they call it uh, wobble weed. 
what's different than weed and cannabis? Wait, I thought you. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> turns you out I, I wasn't. <laughs> turns out I wasn't actually listening. My guys. <laughs> I mean, I like wobble weed too. But yeah. what did you say? What was the sentence you said? Because I blacked out for a second. On, <laughs> on cannabis. I said it's wacko tobacco. Oh, oh, I just heard tobacco, so yeah, I just uh, immediately thought tobacco. Okay. That's okay. Sorry, guys, yeah. I wasn't listening. I was blacked out on PCP. <laughs> Honestly, wobble weed makes more sense if it's weed than wacko yeah. tobacco. But anyway. I like these names. It's just super yeah. fun. But yeah. PCP is uh, most well known for its effects at high doses, causing people to do absolutely crazy things that we will get into further. But for now, we should dispel a couple of the myths, guys. I think that one of the most important myths is that people think that PCP is embalming fluid. And this began nice. at, uh, from one of the street names for PCP, just calling it embalming fluid. <laughs> and that led to people thinking it was the same as formaldehyde. And it is likely now that people sell formaldehyde dipped cigarettes on the street thinking Ooh, What's formaldehyde, dude? Uh, formaldehyde is embalming fluid. It's the stuff that uh, fixes like tissue, you know? So it makes, oh. it, makes it stiff. And, like, um, so it doesn't get you high. No. I do Whack. think that if you were to ingest a lot of formaldehyde, you may have Get some dissociative, <laughs> toxic, very intense uh, inebriating effects. I yeah. mean, I don't think it would be a good experience at all. Yeah, so, it, formaldehyde is also a known carcinogen linked to nasal and lung cancer. Oh, Jesus And possibly Christ. linked to brain cancer and leukemia and should not be smoked ever. So it's kind of hazardous that people probably think that it's a, a replacement for PCP. Or is the same thing, I guess. Well, when I tried it in the lab, uh, the 4-paraformaldehyde <laughs> that we would put the mouse brains in, I mean, it, I mean, it was it was mids. It was mids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I, cancer. I mean, cancer's on the way. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I think we're all going to eventually get cancer because of how much, like, freaking radiation the government is uh putting in our brains listen i work outside so that means i have a bluetooth earbud <laughs> in my ear like fucking 12 hours out of my day so well we've gotten 5g injected into us yeah, yeah that's a good so. point dude Do i was chip. just talking to someone about this at work today about how five about how the government freaking injected chips into us through the vaccine <laughs> I swear to God, I was just talking to someone I work about. This Did you bring today, it up? Dude. Was this like a you? No, we were making fun of people that won't get vaccinated, and then he was just like, "Oh yeah, the freaking," and then like you know, putting chips in your bodies. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, they're freaking giving us five G." And like, literally, just had this conversation like three hours ago. That's funny. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> true. So the second, <laughs> the second myth I kind of want to talk about is that people We're talking about myths. I'm sorry. <laughs> people people think that if you ingest PCP, you're gonna go crazy every single time, and a lot of this is also attributed to like people who think they got PCP laced weed or joints or something. I've heard. Right. I've heard stories about people smoking weed and then and going crazy and doing weirdo shit and then claiming it was it had to have been laced with PCP. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's kind of similar to the <clears throat> people thinking like when they take something like LSD that they didn't test and thinking that it's like two five I or some research chemical drug that's super yeah. dangerous. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, because they had this bad trip or whatever on the acid, and then they're like. 
oh, well, had to know. be something else. Because it be. couldn't just yeah. be. <laughs> couldn't be that thing. So couldn't be my brain. Right. And, <laughs> and weed obviously couldn't makes people be. very paranoid and, you know. Oh, yeah, dude. It makes them do crazy stuff when they don't have a tolerance to it. So it's like very possible that a lot of totally. times it doesn't actually have PCP in it. But, yeah. Um, well, especially like when PCP was like super popular, like people that were like smoking weed or like smoking people's joints that they didn't like, you know, maybe someone met somebody yeah. at a party and they're like, hey, do you want to smoke this joint? And then they smoke it and it's like some chronic yeah. and then they freaking <laughs> get super duper high 88th floor and then they freaking <laughs> just are like, whoa, dude, that was probably other drugs. Dude, and if you ask freak me. out. If you ask me, all the weed at the dispensary nowadays is laced with PCP. <laughs> the way it makes me feel. <laughs> dude, your tolerance is as low as fuck, dude. You gotta start smoking doinks out in Amish, dude. I, I can't find any good R. mids, R. dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I it's because you you're. Dude, mids don't exist in Portland, dude. Yeah. Portland is fucking got Danko all day, oh, dude. Danko Stanko? Danko. Dude, every time I buy some mids from Portland, I get high as balls. Really? Oh, probably yeah. got PCP in all. Dude, Oregon yeah, got, the, the, Oregon shit got the best <laughs> PCP list weed. That whack of tobacco. <laughs> like, weed. Yeah, dude, since drugs are legal now, they probably just put like heroin or like meth or anything on the weed now. Probably. I mean, yeah. not legal everywhere as PCP <laughs> is a well, Schedule 2 drug, meaning it has high potential for abuse, but does have an accepted medical use with extreme restrictions. It's true. Crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. One thing I was going to say is that's like important to think of is that PCP, the drug, is not violent. It's just right. an unpredictable drug. Right. Wait, so, it's not? You know, I, I mean, thought it made you know people I mean? go crazy. Well, I'll get into its, it's original not the drug use. That does it. And <laughs> yeah, it's not the drug that does it. And a lot of the times it's after the drug kind of wears off a bit. Right. But we'll gotcha. get into it. And you said that it was Schedule sense. 2, so that means it does have the medical use, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very interesting. Crazy. Do you want to maybe? So you don't really in? think of that with the, the PCP being used by the doctor, yeah, but I'll get into it. It used to yeah, be used dude. by the doctor. So fincyclidine PCP. Dude, nice. First, you did it right that time. <laughs> I know that was pretty good. Thank <laughs> that you. That was fucking fire, dude. <laughs> Smooth. Was first first synthesized in 1926 and was being developed by the 1950s in Michigan by Park Davis under the brand name. Cernal and didn't the Park Davis do make another drug too? What was their other main thing that we've talked about? There's another. Maybe I'm wrong. Damn, we need you our keep talking here. and I'll freaking look it up. Well, I'm not talking. I know we did talk about yeah because we did talk about University of Michigan. Um, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Keep what going. I'll, I'll it. It might have been it ketamine because it probably it's, was because it's the same people. Right? Yeah, yeah. I bet it was ketamine. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, dude. Freaking Park Davis, dude. They. Uh, made PCP and they also made ketamine hydrochloride. Yeah, that makes sense because they're very similar drugs in a way. And they also made adrenaline too, apparently. <laughs> very, very similar. Drugs. Which is also exactly similar. It's the exact same thing as ketamine. I actually... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spreading misinformation for days no, on this podcast, dude. <laughs> they didn't even invent <laughs> adrenaline. Well, it says that Kawasaki they... invented adrenaline, which is <laughs> 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 their dirt bikes and jet skis. <laughs> <laughs> Husqvarna, all of them. Oh, I saw I saw my first jet ski today. You saw your first jet ski? Like a real jet ski? Oh, really? Oh, really? Not, like not a real a one? Yeah. It said jet ski on it. No, oh, it like, I thought you were shit. saying Raven doesn't actually own a real jet ski. I was like, You're I a mean, I don't. Technically, asshole, it's a sea dude. Oh, technically, it's a sea yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> See how so, I didn't say anyways? Let's move forward to the Fuck past. Fuck you, Micah. <laughs> let's anyways. Move, let's move forward to the past, to 1957. <laughs> Around this time, it was being tested as an anesthetic drug for surgical procedures, and this seemed to work, but not without some worrying side effects. This being said, the researchers would continue to use PCP as it didn't appear to have any negative effects on the lungs or heart. This did not last long, however, as it was by 1965 where they stopped using PCP on humans as they found the side effects too much to deal with. Patients would report things such as dysphoria, severe anxiety, and post-operative psychosis, causing PCP to be strictly used on animals as a tranquilizer after that. Ooh, nice. And one thing we should all mention then is just like one of the human studies they were doing was kind of nuts because they were actually giving it to uh, people with schizophrenia, um, which was Whoa. interesting. And so this there was a study that concluded that um, it resulted in schizophrenic like primary tension and cognitive deficits. And um, even though LSD would kind of do that, LSD did it on like a secondary uh, it, it was like not as intense, right? So it, it induces is a schizophrenic state more so in the in a mental wise state, not like physically, than LSD does. So it makes super schizophrenia. Yes, and then Whoa. chronic Whoa. schizophrenic schizophrenic patients that were given it ended up started uh, they started to sexually act out. Um, Jesus. Uh, Oh, is that like the like, wanking off in the middle of the road type kind of stuff? Kind of. It was more like with professions of love toward the personnel. And so there was things <laughs> like this guy said, uh, I want to fuck. I love to eat. I love to fuck. Can I help it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did he have that creepy laugh at the end too? Damn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I like your laugh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anyway, it's just crazy, right? That they were actually giving it. I mean, just like just like they were with LSD, you know, giving it to... People Dude, with schizophrenia, but also just looking at it to see if it, you know, could induce a schizophrenic state in normal people, Holy which it shit. does. Yeah. And so um, I'll just, talk more about how it does that in the brain later. But it's just an ultimately mind breaking chemical. Yeah. And to some very like with broken minds already, it just just makes them want to fucking eat, I guess. <laughs> oh my god. And eat what they fuck and fuck what <laughs> they too. eat. Whoa, dude. Whoa. So that's fucking nuts, though, dude. Holy shit. We're now in the seven or the sixties. Pardon me. We are now in nineteen sixty-seven. This is when PCP showed up on the streets as a recreational drug, straight smack dab in the middle of the hippie movement, coming out of the underground laboratories in San Francisco, coming straight from the underground. Yeah, along with all the acid and everything, PCP was in full effect. Things got out of hand quickly when it came to PCP laced drugs. Or it was just being downright sold as other drugs, as PCP was cheap to make, often smoked, and often referred to by street names like Superweed and THC. What? So this is caused. Jeez. I think that like single-handedly has messed up a lot of stuff when it comes to uh, myths and things. It being straight up just being sold as superweed or THC. <laughs> THC is so specific. It's Dude, messed <laughs> up. literally the complete opposite drug. Well, I guess not opposite, but <laughs> extremely different. Yeah. It's not good to mix them up, I've heard. Oh, yeah. We're, no. Usually yeah. THC with most like dissociative hallucinogen or even hallucinogen just in general is not a super good idea. Could you imagine, though, you just like buying weed from someone and you're like, yo, can I get some THC? 
And then they sell you a little baggie of weed, but they lace it all up with uh, uh, Pang Sang Pang. Pang Sang Pang. Because they thought that's what you wanted. And then you smoke that little bowl before you go to work or something. I mean, I'd be stoked. <laughs> Dude, start your day off with just a little bit of PCP. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. In 1969, well, funny. Yeah. Nice. In 1969, nice. the, uh, well, oh, I didn't even catch that. I was thinking it wasn't funny that this happened, but <laughs> yeah, that is funny. It was in well, it depends on what this is, but either way, in 1969, nice. God, how old are we? The DEA reported in a newsletter that they found PCP impregnated onto plant material being sold under the street name Hog, which… <laughs> the Hog impregnated <laughs> Which… So Hog was being sold on the streets at the time as what people thought was THC, real marijuana, THC… Mixed with strychnine. So, but wow. they, so what they were thinking was supposed to be THC mixed with strychnine ended up just being PCP, which ultimately is better. Cause That's a good point. Right. Yeah. Strychnine being a highly toxic pesticide should not be ingested. <laughs> no. That's so weird because, yeah, there was also a lot of, um, I mean, we'll talk about this in a different episode, but just like the, there was, uh, um, People would talk about LSD being mixed with strychnine as well. Yeah, and it getting stuck just in always your spine people always saying like like wild. bad drugs were just mixed with strychnine. They're like, oh, the bad <laughs> stuff has just got strychnine in it. Yeah, it doesn't uh, make any sense. All of this led to it being scheduled as an illegal substance in 1978, and the popularity of PCP hit its peak in 1979. Afterward, beginning to decline through the 80s and 90s, but never dying out in larger cities. Very interesting. Uh, wow. I didn't realize for some reason. Yeah. I didn't look at how, like when it got, uh, made illegal, um, or scheduled, but, uh, I, it got scheduled before 1978, but as a schedule three substance. And then it got uh, moved to schedule two in 1978. Gotcha. Um, yeah. they're like, Holy yeah, fuck, interesting. This shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah. For some reason I thought it was like earlier than that when it, when it happened, but I never looked it up. So I'm sure you're right. I feel like that's late. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, what 1978? Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought I figured like 1970 had like the latest. Yeah, well, dude, that's the thing. It's like there was a lot of. I mean, it showed that in Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia, but um, shout out just the um, down in that Golden Gate Park area where there was a lot of concerts, right? Grateful Dead and like different yep. hippie shows for free. Yep. Shout um, out. Yeah, there was a like a doctor who talked about one of his experiences, his first time seeing someone like just face plant um and Whoa. it was from pcp and he was like oh, shit. he was like oh this is one of the first times i've seen i had seen like uh this type of bad drug in this type of community wow. didn't know why people would like to do this type of stuff but you know blah 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 he just talked about it and so it's interesting that it did end up in the hippie well, community i mean and nitrous we've talked about right so we've talked a lot about nitrous being in the hippie community well we're yeah. kind of lucky that that guy just face planted because we all know PCP is being a horrible street drug that causes alleged super strength, rampaging zombies who are immune to police tasers, people removing their teeth with pliers, standing in front of a moving train thinking that they could stop it, and even one case where a woman fried her baby in cooking oil. These are Holy all real shit, cases dude. from people high on PCP. Do you know what cooking oil she used? <laughs> Cisco. Hopefully grapeseed. It has a higher uh, boiling... Yeah, I was gonna say hopefully avocado oil or something like that. Grapeseed's yeah, good, maybe hemp oil. Good. Yeah, yeah. avocado is good for the skin. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Good dude. Flavor. So, maybe a little coconut yeah. oil. I mean, if maybe if she used oil. avocado oil, maybe she was just trying to do good for the baby since it's so good for the skin. 
Yeah. Like this Hopefully. was early on in you know the avocado tr- oil trials. <laughs> I heard baby goes really good with peanut oil. Mm. Mm. Penis oil. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. I, I'm not saying that I've tried it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Micah. Do whatever what? you want, dude. That was weird. I love putting oil on my, you know, babies. <laughs> wow. Cooking them up. All right, guys. <laughs> I think that was a podcast. Yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> we're, we're just going to stop it cooking. there. <laughs> the rest is on Patreon. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> PCP out. <laughs> but Ryan, you were saying you were saying you know of a bunch of other stories and ways that PCP has been used throughout time. Yeah, totally, dude. I mean, yeah, so since we're talking about, like, crazy things that, like, you know, people, like, see PCP as of, like, like, people just, you know, they see PCP as being, like, a really scary, like, fucked up drug, which, honestly, for a long time, I thought I had no idea anything about PCP. I was just like, oh, dude, yeah, it's, like, what people are, like, freaking eating people alive on and shit, like, because you would hear all these crazy stories. Um, Turns out, that does happen, but not fucking to everybody and only to the, you know, a select few. And not and as frequently as it's made out to seem. People use no. PCP every single day. Yeah, totally, right. dude. Yeah. You know, and so stories like once every while. I mean, yeah. they're terrible. They're horrible things. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, every time it'd be every single day we'd be hearing stuff like this. Yeah, we, it would be a fucking epidemic, dude. It'd be bigger than COVID. Yeah, It'd just be people eating each other all the time. It'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so since people hear all of these crazy stories and the media pushes all of these crazy things that aren't actually 100% true or don't, you know, they, they just exaggerate it. Um, so the, ni- was it 1991? Was that when Rodney King uh, got beat? That was, nine. Uh, I think it was 91. Anyways, um, the police at that point, were told that if there were people that were, you know, maybe seeming like they didn't want to comply or whatever, that there was a potential that they may be on PCP or something like that. Uh, because it was, uh, especially in LA, it was like, was and still is like actually a fairly popular drug. Like I didn't realize how popular it was. So when the the police used that as an excuse to beat Rodney King when that whole thing happened, uh, they basically just used it as an excuse and were just like, oh, yeah, he was acting like he was on PCP. So we, you know, and we heard all the stories of superhuman strength and, like, all of these crazy things that, like, they said would happen, like, if you smoked PCP. So the cops were just like, oh, yeah, like, so he freaking was on PCP. And so we thought maybe if we didn't beat him like that, then, like, he was going to attack us. Uh, and... PCP was not found in Rodney King's system, and they just used that as an excuse to beat, beat an innocent man. man. Yeah, well, and I honestly feel like it probably goes even bigger than that. That the media sort of made it out to be this superhuman, scary drug, so that the police had even more reason to go into, you know, these gnarly neighborhoods that yeah we created. <laughs> exactly. And then, well. And predominantly yeah. in those neighborhoods, like, that's where, like, PCP is used a lot, actually. Yeah, exactly. strange yeah. to me. Because it's cheap, right? It's it's yeah, highly abundant. Point. It's a lot like, you know, heroin and meth in that sense. That it's just, it, there's so much of it, right? And yeah, <laughs> I was surprised kind of. to learn that it's uh, all coming from L.A. 
Yeah, no, it's actually in the LA like gang scene. It's like the freaking number, not number one used drug, but like of gang members, the drugs that they do use, it's like cannabis, like you know, alcohol and PCP. Well. some it was mains. even in the the movie Friday, right? Smoking that dust. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Smoking. I think. I, yeah, I don't remember what term he called it. Was it dust? Or yeah, was it was, it was okay. angel dust. Yeah. So. Uh, oh yeah, and then it was also he in smokes the, it in the car and then runs home and in like his boxers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then it was yeah. also in a uh, training day as well, where he um, Denzel Washington makes the other dude smoke uh, PCP. Hell yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so to freaking make him do whatever he wants or else he's going to get fired on his first day for smoking PCP. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so it's used a lot. uh, And so like the gangs in LA, like they, that's why, you know, it's so popular in LA is because mostly of the gangs. And the reason why it's so popular with the gangs is because they uh basically it in an, so one one of the things that they described as like i read this in an interview from like an ex gang member is that he, they say he says that it intensifies whatever your mood is by 10 times so if you're like a peaceful dude whatever like you may have like an interesting experience like a an experience of euphoria or you know, you might have a good experience, but if you're a violent person to begin with and you're like angry and shit, you're probably just going to get more angry, which is why you, you know, crazy sh- people do crazy shit on PCP. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good point to mention is that it's not like, again, the drug, right? Ever that usually is not ever, right? Yeah, it's, it's causing these effects that you see sometimes that people play yeah. out. It's just the typically a lot of the <clears throat> brain chemistry, right? Um, people's backgrounds and that influence their behavior. People who already have a lot of anger or... And it's a very confusing like drug, right? Yeah. Being a dissociative sure. and if you're in public and... And if you're fighting against the effects of it, essentially. Too, right, like, yeah. Totally, exactly. yeah. Um, it makes sense. Because I think that, that, yeah, there was a lot of like, you know, there's footage from back in the day, right? In the 70s and whatnot of people being like very... Like when the police are grabbing them... You know, they're very agitated and they look very like fucked up and it looks kind of scary. Just like yeah. normal people, but they were intoxicated on it. And yeah, um, I think that anyone in that state of mind would probably be pretty agitated if someone was grabbing them and putting them in a car. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, Especially if you didn't mean to smoke in the first place. If someone oh, just yeah. handed you a cigarette and you were just yeah. thinking you were smoking a cigarette. Which yeah. I don't know if you, we talked about yet, but that's a, like one of the ways that it's consumed is if it's in liquid form, they'll dip cigarettes in them in the liquid and then you just smoke the cigarette. And so, yeah, so, so it happened actually quite often and still does. I mean, not super often now, but like it still does happen where like someone be like, oh, hey, you want to smoke a ci- like you want a cigarette or whatever? And it's dipped in PCP and someone smokes it and then they freaking lose their mind because they thought yeah. they were smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I had a few friends who said they bummed some cigs off like people and all of a sudden they were feeling like they were going crazy, which is so strange because it's an anesthetic drug, which means it sedates you. It's supposed to like you, it's supposed to be able to like put you under for surgery. So it's right. super weird that it could have any effects of like wigging out and going crazy. But like we kind of talked about, it's kind of the after effects that happen. But yeah. Right. So that's, I mean, that's just, I guess one of the, the things is that it ends up, um, like due to the way 
that it kind of hangs out in the brain um, and the brain having a lot of like high lipid content, um, it can stay in the brain in a sense, in the central nervous system, not just the brain, um, up to like seven days. <laughs> Whoa. And so, holy shit, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, so it's really yeah, it's wild. kind of scary because in a sense, like after one dose, you know, someone may already come down from the initial like psychosomatic effects or whatever. But then the mania and the kind of psychotic of, you know, effects that lingered on from it, you know, coupled with potentially them not being in the best state of mind, like as a human being already, I think is where you see a lot of the issues come about. And people probably do feel like they go crazy on it, you know, if they're already someone who struggles with um, any kind of mental health, right? Yeah, yeah, um, totally. But I think that's also why people get or, addicted to it. And like, and you do see a lot of people that use it in those communities that are kind of rougher is because it does have this ability to sort of help people like escape, right? It's a dispositive. It's similar to ketamine. Well, it has an antidepressant effects. So not only people that have like predisposed like mental issues, like even brain damage, I feel like it could right. possibly have really adverse effects on like Aaron Hernandez, right? Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we could talk about Aaron really quick. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if any if any of you listeners know about Aaron Hernandez at all. Uh, he is a football player, was a football player uh, for the New England Patriots. Uh, he was a tight end. And he got arrested for uh, allegedly murdering a someone who was dating his sister, something like that. Anyways, it was basically a friend of his. And uh, got arrested for, you know, allegedly murdering his friend, Odin Lloyd, and was in prison. And then also, during, while he was in prison, they charged him with, uh, or attempted to charge him with two other uh, double homicides, or basically a double homicide um, that happened in 2012, whereas the Odin Lloyd one happened in, I don't remember when that happened, but uh, anyways, he got arrested for that and it came out that he had been smoking PCP for over a year before that, uh, those incidents. And apparently one of his coaches, uh, said that he was starting to get very paranoid and was saying that like people were after him because apparently Aaron Hernandez grew up, uh, in, you know, hanging out with some people that are, you know, gang affiliated and stuff like that and was like living, you know, somewhat of a life of crime before he got into uh, the NFL. And so he, I guess, started getting super, super paranoid, which I assume probably from the PCP of smoking PCP a lot. But who knows if that's exactly the reason or if he actually was smoking PCP. This is all from, you know, people... You know, just just reports of people saying this, uh, people close to him. Yeah. So apparently he also started carrying a rifle in his bag to like practice and shit with him or games. And installing that had to new be sec- so unsettling for the people in the locker oh, room. Just dude, getting changed yeah. and you see like a rifle in your uh, teammates bag. <laughs> dude, yeah, 100%. And he installed an entire new security system at his house. Just like was like locking shit down was just like someone's like trying to get me essentially and i think he was just uh just being a prepper oh what a prepper 
What the fuck is that? Like a doomsday prepper. He was hoarding guns, oh. setting up security <laughs> systems. I think he's just playing it safe, dude. I don't, I I don't mean, know why everyone thinks he's so paranoid. <laughs> these are good points. Uh, I'm sure these points he, were made in court, probably. <laughs> he probably frequented like the daily uh, loadout or whatever on Reddit where you post like what uh, what your concealed carry is and your wallet and your keys and all your things you carry with you on a, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, 100%. Dude. A real Ridge wallet kind of guy. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, I, you know, maybe 90%, maybe 80%, maybe maybe 50%. I don't know. But 100%. Who knows? <laughs> this is all allegedly, so who even knows? But what did happen is he got arrested and he spent, uh, I don't know, let's see, a, I guess a while in jail. Um, I think he got arrested in 2015. Sorry, I should have wrote down these exact dates. But anyways, he got arrested, I believe, in we 2015. We just over it. It's fine. Yeah, and essentially he ended up getting actually uh, off. Like he found, he was found not guilty on the murders and then still allegedly committed suicide. Uh, he was 27 and he Seems they like found he got, him. Got. Yeah, I mean, they found him hanging by uh, sheets in his uh, cell. With two uh, bullet holes in the back of his head. <laughs> he got Epstein, <laughs> <Type> suicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got Epstein. <laughs> yeah, so RIP, man. Yeah. I mean, it sucks for sure. And who knows actually what happened, but allegedly had something to do with PCP. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who knows? This is all alleged, so who knows? But... Yeah, I mean Aaron Hernandez, RIP, dude. But yeah, I I, I, I did want to touch on the gang thing a little bit more, just oh, yeah, because it, I think it, it's it plays a huge part in the crime in especially LA with all the LA gangs and everything. Because what would happen is, uh, so I, I said how that ex gang member had an interview about you know where you said it like would make your mood you know ten times more of whatever mood you're in. So a lot of times they I'm would. I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm so fucking sad. Yeah, maybe Aaron Hernandez was so sad and then smoked PCP and got I ten times more PCP sad. In jail. All these sad boys out maybe. here smoking PCP. It could, you know. <laughs> Anytime anyone says PCP, then we have to do that. <laughs> We've been doing uh, good. So PCP. Thank you. Thank you very much. So. Uh, yeah, so gangs, what they would do is they, before they would either have fights with other gangs or before they were going to go commit crimes, uh, or do anything like that, they would smoke PCP and they would, (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much. (laughs) And they would, I think we actually got to stop I know. (laughs) So they would, they would smoke PCP. And then they. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, that was the last no, time. it's all good, dude. I did that on purpose. <laughs> so, and then they would go fight other gangs, and they would just beat the fuck out of each other, or murder each other, or whatever, or both, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. And then, um, which yeah. again, just to draw back to earlier, is so weird to me personally because reading the responses of one of the reasons they stopped using it in humans as an anesthetic was it had people leaving the surgery with extreme anxiety. So this thing right. that's causing, like they stopped using in a hospital because of extreme anxiety. People are using it to go murder other people. 
How do yeah. you not just have extreme anxiety <laughs> murdering <laughs> someone? Oh, dude, yeah, totally. And also, it's, the flashbacks too have to be because a lot of people get like really gnarly flashbacks from PCP and. I don't know if we've really talked about flashbacks before. (laughs) Uh, Flashbacks are like when you consume a drug, like whether it be, a lot of times it happens in hallucinogens with like LSD and stuff, but when you consume a drug and then sometime after, you know, coming back and being sober or whatever, you may feel like you'll get this flashback of the feeling again of being on that drug. I think we kind of covered it in the MDMA episode. I think we did, yeah. Where uh, hearing like music that you were potentially high on that drug listening to and you listen back to it, you could have really gnarly flashbacks to being high on the drug. Oh, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure we did talk about yeah. that. But anyways, good to, good to you know just reiterate. Of, uh, yeah, if BCP makes you have flashbacks. Yeah, totally. So, um, yeah. So the thing with, with, with the gangs and stuff, so they would, they would use… They would use it, but the thing is they wouldn't really sell it. And so, like, Mikey, you were saying it's, like, so readily available in, like, especially in L.A. It's actually really not, apparently, because a lot of— the, I didn't say it was readily available. It's just so okay, abundant there. It's, like, that's right. where it's being made. Right. Like, totally, totally. That is the epicenter of where it was made because there was yeah. some professors, supposedly, that taught all the gang dudes. Oh, interesting. I did not know And it that. was being made heavily in Sanfran. 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 Uh, yeah, that, that's a good point. All right, that makes sense. Um, but when it comes to like the sale, I guess, of PCP, it's pretty secretive apparently because, and it makes sense after like thinking about it because like gangs, they're really trying to sell like heroin or crack or like shit that like makes people like profitable, addictive stuff. Exactly. And, you know, you may get addicted to PCP, like you can get addicted really to anything. So, yeah. um, but they, you don't want to be like selling something openly that could make someone come back and like fucking rob you that's like freaking out or like having yeah, some crazy true. like like you don't even want like that to be a possibility or so a lot of say that so you you sell it to someone and they use it right outside your spot or whatever and then they have right. a freak out in the road and then they're blowing up your whole operation you know totally totally yeah so it's it's not really a good drug to like want to sell to people to be profitable or to really like, you know, help out whatever your business is. So they, they, they really only sell it to like other gang members and they're like friends and stuff like that. It's pretty secretive when it comes to the like widespread sale of it, apparently. And, uh, which makes sense. Like, you know, after thinking about it, I was just like, Oh yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to, if I was selling drugs, I wouldn't want to be selling someone PCP that could come back and like have superhuman strength or whatever, you know, (laughs) even though that's not really, I mean, it can, you know, people do get crazy on it, but not everyone. And it's usually in like higher doses apparently too, that like people feel like that. It's not like, like lower doses, people say it's just more like euphoric. And that's why like some of the gangs use it. Uh, on a recreational level, like not to fight other people, but just to like you know, black block out their day. You know, just like not think about their day. They just like use it to kind of like feel freeing a little bit, which I guess is what it feels like on a lower level. But speaking of gangs and people that are using it, uh, apparently in Philadelphia, it's smoked all the time by people hustling on the street corner or at house parties. It's, like, very, like, I've read a bunch of Reddit stories of people, like, smoking, like, PCP and, like, selling drugs on the street. Which also kind of makes sense because if you're selling drugs on the street and someone tries to rob you, if you're on PCP, you might fucking (laughs) be freaking 
a little scary. <laughs> so maybe someone might not want to rob you or something like that. I don't know. I, apparently, people in Philadelphia do it all the time. Like they just I, yeah. I heard it's really big on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, it's pretty popular. My dad's a heavy, not heavy, but fucking, he dabbles he in the sherm. Fucks with it. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, but also like we were talking about paranoia and stuff. It's like if you're gonna be selling drugs in the first place, especially these days where like I feel like cops are cracking down. Like it's not as easy to just openly sell drugs as it was in like the 80s or something like that. Right. There's a camera on every single street corner. Yeah, exactly. And there's cops all everywhere too. I mean, I guess there was back then. So also the cameras. But anyways, so I I feel like the paranoia would be insane if you were to freaking smoke PCP. And then try selling drugs to people. Like, I feel like the paranoia would be through the roof. Yeah. Nah. I mean, because the thing <laughs> really? is, is it, no, because it induces mania, right? And that's part of where people are having this, like, kind of superhuman feeling is like, oh. but I guess in, at low doses, it's going to produce hypomania, which is just this kind of subtle, like, everything is better. Your life is working better. You have more confidence. Your that's that whole inhibitions are lowered. And, right. Absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. So, I feel like it's the other way around that people get very confident with their, um, you know, actions, every action they do, whether it's from and drug dealing to maybe it's the come down a, a lot that creates the anxiety that the come yeah. down. They, were, they were saying. Well, on, and I think uh, a lot of people that might have this anxiety is people that aren't, they don't like the drug. Right. So if people yeah. do this drug, it probably doesn't give them anxiety. Really, that's true. I was thinking yeah. maybe you could have anxiety on the the come down, and that's why people just stay up. Keep I don't know, it. no, because yeah. it's similar to ketamine in the sense that it doesn't really have much of a come down. I don't think it definitely feels dirtier than ketamine, is what I've heard. Like it's like people say it's like ketamine's like slut cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude, Ooh, that's you a slut dirty, shaming, dude? dirty drug. Right there. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn it, you're gonna have to bleep that out. Yeah, I'll take. I mean. I don't know. I love. I think sluts. it's fine. We're just joshing, guys. We're just a bunch. Of, we're just goofing. It's all goofing. We're just yeah. giving guff. Uh. Anyways. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's interesting to read about the culture of it and people that are like that smoking on accident or people that smoking on purpose and just seeing what their reactions are and stuff. Um. Do you and, know? Is it used as a, like a party drug that often, or does it seem like it's mostly used? Um, well. In Philadelphia, apparently, it's used as a party drug a lot, like a lot in house parties, which oh, nice. I guess, you know, going back to the thing of, you know, whatever mood you're in, it increases that mood. So if you're in a party mood and you're ready to like, you know, party, let loose a little bit, I guess it could be interesting, similar to like ketamine, I guess, like because it is, you know, a dissociative and, and yeah, and very similar. So I guess it could be fun on that. I've never done it. I've never done ketamine, so I don't. I couldn't relate to it. But apparently, people like it, and yeah, it's just, it has it has it has a place in a lot of very niche things, I guess. So it's a very um, niche drug. I feel like yeah, totally, totally. It's it's a nice nice drug. Nice. Um, but I would be interested to hear what Micah has to talk about with like science and stuff of like why you know maybe let us know how it how can is re- the soup made <laughs> <laughs> no just of like you know like so people use it for all these like you know things on on the street or in parties and stuff like that and like what it what does it do to their brain to make these things possibly fun or not fun 
Ease. There's little gremlins that crawl up in there and start. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen uh, Ratatouille? Nope. Oh, well, yeah. they're like little gremlins in your brain. They're just pulling on your brain, making you I think crazy <laughs> shit. Pulling all the- <laughs> I think everyone's seen Ratatouille, dude. That's a fucking fire movie. I've seen Ratatouille probably at least 20 times, dude. That's obsessive. I mean, a lot of car trips when I was a kid, dude. A lot of car trips. A little portable Damn. DVD player, dude. You had a DVD player in the rig? Dude, we had a portable DVD player, dude. Plug that shit into the 12-volt. Freaking Damn. movies, dog. My parents, it's either that or my parents had to listen to me talk for three hours. And oh, damn. Yeah. Pick the movie. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> <Every> time. <laughs> so any of y'all that listen to the podcast and skip past my part, fucking <laughs> amen to you, dude. I get it. <laughs> Don't encourage them. And speaking of skipping past my part, what's up, Micah? What do you, what do you have to tell us? <laughs> um, well, PCP is an aerocyclohexamine. Because we didn't really mention it, I don't think. Um, you know, uh, this is a very potent drug. Um, yes. Dosage is why. Uh, you know, it's it's very potent. Um, it's uh, something like, I think, a, a joint or cigarette has between 1 and 10 milligrams. And um, I think 10 milligrams smoked is a lot. Um, That's what say. I read. Um, yeah, and it's most commonly smoked. Like, we said that. Yeah, so 10 milligrams is actually um, up there in the strong... It considered, you know, category. So it, uh, 12 milligrams plus is heavy. And that's kind of where it gets into that cautionary um, area. So, damn. Um, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I, a dip, a, a dipper may have between, you know, just kind of a low, moderate dose to like a pretty damn strong dose. So that's wow. just something to think of, which I think is important. What about injecting? Um, let me see. I think it's actually, yeah. So to produce sedation, uh, only 250 micrograms IV is required. Interesting. Um, so I think, you know, doing more than that, like 300 micrograms, 400, you'd get into the more like kind of K-hole type feeling, right? Mm. The the trippy hallucinogenic. Um, so if someone was buying it on the street, they would have to like dilute the fuck out of it to inject it or just go crazy bananas bonkers. Whoa. Yeah, they would have to dilute it pretty pretty heavily. Um, so, so it wouldn't be very smart. So you call so you call like ketamine a K hole. Would you call PCP a P hole? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, so here actually, I'll mention one of those things about ketamine. With a K hole is you know uh, a description of a experience that is uh, typically someone not moving right at all. They're fully anesthetized and they're fully like just. Um, kind of tripping out in their brain, right? Their head. They're, it's all, it's an internal experience. Um, from the outside, they may not look like they're doing much. It's not for everyone. <laughs> However, with PCP, it has more of a stimulating aspect to it. So there's less of this, like, the whole body shuts down, even though it is still an NMDA antagonist. So it does block, um, you know, a lot of those electrical signals between the brain um, and the spinal column. And so... Uh, you you get some similar effects that you would with ketamine, right? Um, the anesthetic effects, and also with these anesthetics having this, you know, uh, receptor blocking ability, um, and particularly in places like the hippocampus and the neocortex, um, uh, basal ganglia as well, um, you're going to end up with like these very very trippy uh, experiences. The the kind of what people call that K-hole, right? This uh, potentially feeling like they're 
in an infinite room with all this space, a void, or, you know, seeing very complex geometric patterns, right? Stuff like this. Um, and I think that a lot of that is coming up because when you start blocking off all these connections, this is sort of like the description of uh, separating mind and body, right? Because the body is shut down, but the mind is still kind of on. And it has, because of the NMDA receptors are so interesting because they have to do with learning and memory and a lot of just general processing in the brain and the central nervous system. So if you think about it, if you affect things, like if you, if you fuck with a receptor or this complex, right, of receptors um, in certain areas of the brain that have to do with memory as well, like the hippocampus and then the neocortex having to do with learning and whatnot, then it's very possible that there's going to be these very trippy, almost dreamlike effects, which is exactly what you see. Um, and I think that's what makes dissociatives kind of fascinating is that they almost induce a dreamlike state, right? Um, it is so hallucinogenic. It's different than your average serotonergic psychedelic like LSD or, or DMT in the sense that there's just uh, very intense hallucinations, you know, things that are legitimately not there. And again, I'll say it's very internal, I think, right? It's a lot less of this open eye visual and more so, you know, something that if people can really meditate and sit down and experience the experience and be calm through it, they can have a very transcendent, potentially like spiritual um, you know, experience with it. And, um, and something we talked about in the ketamine episode that goes along with PCP is a lot of these things that you're doing physically too, as Mike was saying, you're not going to remember those things a lot of the time. No. So the freak outs you see of people in the street, they're not going to remember that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, it does so, induce like at too high of a dose, it'll induce like catatonia, right? So just like fully people will just be stuck and they can't you know they, they'll their eyes just look like they're a zombie yeah can't, holy shit can't get them to say anything you can't do you can't do anything to get them to like you know come back until they're like done yeah off, off the wow so, very um, interesting can be very scary looking i think yeah if you're someone just walking around and they're kind of catatonic or whatever and kind of just and i think huh, if you live zombified. in a major city then you've seen that just some someone standing on the sidewalk just staring off yeah. like it's, oh yeah uh, dude. it's likely that they probably took a bunch of pcp pain yeah pain. there's a lot of yeah pain playing pain. <laughs> uh so you said these hallucinations, like the hallucinations you have are you could have open eye hallucinations and um like how would you describe these hallucinations i guess like considering like i guess i read i read a bunch of reddit reports that said like some people described it like similar to like dmt on like if you were to smoke like not crazy crazy high doses uh, of pcp uh which i also thought was interesting but i'm curious like um it has a lot of ge- be. it has a lot of geometry i mean similar to okay. ketamine there's a lot of fractal uh patterns that will come up um and of course this is uh, enhanced with eyes closed, but can still be you know brought on with eyes open, right? But okay, typically uh, in the dark, right? It's you're gonna see a lot more of this these visual patterns or whatever. Um, and I would say that you know it could be similar to DMT in the sense that DMT you know is I guess one of those serotonergic psychedelics that truly does produce hallucinations, right? Um, sure. And um, yeah, I don't even like calling these things hallucinogenics or hallucinations because a hallucination I think refers to something that's not real and um, an experience that's not real and I do believe in my personal opinion that what's ever going on in someone's brain is still a real 
experience. And so if you can activate different areas of the brain, pretty much putting a key in a lock uh, that your brain already had naturally, and you unlock something fascinating, then that's not not real. Um, wow. I don't know. No, so, it totally makes sense. Just, so what you're yeah. so what you're saying is what the shampoo bottles have been telling me is true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was already in your brain. Yeah. All right, bet. That's all I needed to know. You couldn't make it up. It's not fake. <laughs> Sick, dude. No, that's super interesting. Thank you for for explaining that. That's uh that's a really good point that you make that, you know, it is essentially like hallucinations aren't really like what we consider hallucinations aren't really hallucinations cuz like I don't know. Whenever I smoke DMT, like I'm like, holy shit! Like it was a real experience. It wasn't just me being like, wow, like at all these crazy things. It's kind of like you right. know how smoking DMT kind of taps you into the collective unconscious a little bit. Yes. You start to like download information. PCP is kind of similar to that, but it's downloading all of the information really fast, all at once. Well, and here's a good one. Yeah. So one of the one of the just reasons kidding. that I think people, one of the reasons I think people will get this god complex um, and have this kind of delusion that they are um you know they they have learned so much and they've been given so much information i think you see it so much more with dissociatives um than psychedelics because they do still induce ego death right and they uh produce a state of complete like loss of um you know reality or loss of you know your sense of self identity right and coming back from those types of experiences can be very you know, uh, you can feel like you've learned a lot, right? You've learned a lot about yourself. You've learned a lot about the world or whatever. Um, and with uh, psychedelics, I think it's typically pretty humbling for a lot of people. And, you know, maybe it was such a scary experience that they kind of came out of it and they are like, oh, I'm never going to take drugs again, right? Or I'm going to never eat unhealthy again or whatever. They're going to start doing something different. With PCP and ketamine, I think there's a bit more of this, like when you go down the high dose route and you end up with this ego death state, the knowledge that comes out of that and the kind of thoughts and the patterns that come out of that are just like amped up, amplified so much more with this kind of manic state, which mania, you know, being like just over excitation about stuff um, and being, you know, kind of fixated potentially on stuff. And a lot of people, when they first start doing PCP, I they'll get into this feeling that they're, they've figured everything out. They've, they may even seem like they have, to their family members and their friends that they actually like are doing better in life. And then this mania gets to a point where it turns into psychosis, right? If they keep using it. Uh. And um, it'll almost always do that, right? So like mania, a lot of the time is what ends up putting a PCP user into the hospital um, because they get to a point where uh, they've just been ramped up, amped up. They've done so much. They've done so much. They've thought that they've learned so much that maybe they go out and they actually do something crazy based on all these like god complex thoughts that they've had it's a very interesting uh drug in the sense that because it's so similar to ketamine being a dissociative it has similar psychedelic effects right or like hallucinogenic effects sure but it comes with this dark side sort of in the sense that it's abuse potential is so much higher you know it, it does affect dopamine it also is like a serotonin reuptake inhibitor so there is like antidepressant qualities to it so it could make sense why people in rough communities would be attached to using it more often, right? And so mm. chronic abuse of it, and like I said, how long it lasts in the brain, uh, the the half-life I think is three days. And so it, it can last up into the brain from like anywhere from seven hours to seven days, which wow. is insane. 
Wow. And so like the more you do it, it just makes that last even longer. So, you know, maybe you abused it for three days and now you're going to experience it for three weeks or some shit. I don't know. Do you know any Holy of like shit. the uh, the bad physical effects from like prolonged abuse of it? Um, you know, I honestly haven't looked into that too much. I should have. Um, I think there has been some evidence that it can be cardiotoxic because um, it does, uh, it does like at high doses especially, um, it'll induce tachycardia, um, rapid heartbeat, right? And um, uh, what is that other thing? Uh, high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it is, it is, heart, it is cardiotoxic. Um, and I think there's actually evidence that chronic ketamine abuses even can have cardiotoxicity. But. Yeah, I think that's the last thing you need to worry about with ketamine abuse. <laughs> yeah. What, when you smoke weed and when you smoke chronic and do ketamine? Yeah. <laughs> Chronic car- ketamine abuse. <laughs> chronic ketamine, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not what that is. Well, kind of, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, Micah, do you have any more things you want to talk about when it comes to science? Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess the last thing is just mainly like PCP binds to those M- NMDA receptors, like I mentioned, but also... Um, like I said, with the serotonin thing, it does act as a monoamine uh, reuptake inhibitor. So not just serotonin, but norepinephrine um, as well. So you could think of that as kind of similar to antidepressant drugs that we have in the market right now, um, which are typically serotonin or norepinephrine or even both uh, reuptake inhibitors. So that's kind of interesting um, due to the fact that, yes, it does still have antidepressant qualities, right? And especially mania is a kind of a, an effect that to a depressed person, if they, they have a manic state, kind of they're stoked, right? It makes it feel good. So oh. that's kind of interesting. Um, it also stimulates sigma opioid receptors as well as the nicotinic and the muscarinic and uh, GABA receptors. Um, Ooh, so it, it, does a, it has GABA? a wide range of effects, which is very interesting. Was that the same receptor that nicotine binds to? Nicotinic? Nicotinic, yeah. Really? Whoa. That's, Whoa. How, that's how we kind of discovered. Um, so does that make it slightly addictive? Is that part of um, it? I think that, yeah, in a sense. I mean, it's still, like I had mentioned, it, it affects dopamine. Yeah. It also affects certain areas of the brain similar to um, kind of a stimulant, right? So like, and, and uh, with that, you go right back to that conversation of that reward pathway, right? Mm-hmm. There's a certain regions of the brain um, that when they're activated by things that induce a rewarding uh, feeling um, and they're overactivated for a long period of time, it kind of turns into this constant uh, effect, right? Yeah. That you get addiction. And so because PCP is addictive, it's actually highly addictive, um, you know, it, uh, it definitely affects. So I wonder if microdosing PCP would be beneficial for depression. I think it could be. I mean, honestly, because the thing is, is there's actually… I was actually reading a paper about that earlier. Yeah, and there's, nice. there's, a, lot yeah. Of, there's a lot of… And we're going to talk about this in way further down the road, but there's a lot of, um, you know, derivatives, synthetic derivatives of yeah. PCP that have been derived from just PCP, and they are you know, being looked at clinically. So um, there was four of them being sold completely legally um, for like after PCP was scheduled. There was four derivatives that were still being sold. Yeah, wow. probably four MEO PCP and three MEO PCP. Three MEO PCP is going to be an incredible episode that um, we will talk about. And there's going to be a lot to talk about with it because interestingly, it is different than PCP, even though it sounds, you know, just like it. But. Is it related at all to like you know, you said like three or four MEO PCP. Is it related at all to five MEO DMT? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it just refers to… Um, so what does the MEO stand for? Methoxy. It just refers to the positioning oh. of the methoxy. Oh. Um, right. Gotcha. I see. I don't know shit about chemistry, guys. 
He's okay. Well, we'll get you enrolled in some uh, community college courses, and we'll get you learned up. Learned no, up. thank you. I'd rather <laughs> learn from this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Don't take anything I say <laughs> for truth. I know everything now because I'll of Micah, and I'm going to shout it from the butt. fucking rooftops, dude. So I guess for personal experience, um, I have never done PCP. I've done a I've done a knockoff brand. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. Three meo PCE. Yeah. Ah, it's like a research chemical or something. Hell yeah, dude! Did Another you... one of those synthetic derivatives that was probably created by some dude trying to find out a better PCP analog. Yeah, was it and better? I guess for my personal experience, I just did a tiny little bit insufflated, and it just gave me kind of like mania a little bit. I think we all mentioned like it definitely made the next day feel like just better. Like yeah, like, all a little mood lifted. Yeah, and, and the, it wasn't like angry mania. It was kind of just like feeling like too good. And but, there like, was no come down or anything, right? Like we didn't notice any. No, no come down. It didn't make me like. I, I don't know. It was really mellow. <laughs> very mellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, it did take a very low dose. Yeah. Um, and it's something that, again, I do think that the first time you do it, or like if you just took one dose of PCP or any of the derivatives of PCP, it's going to be different than if you were to binge on it, right? The redosing is where really like problems start to arise. Um, you know, being in that state of mind for too long is probably bad for anyone, no matter what mental health condition you have or right, mental state sure. you're in or whatever. It's just, it's not a good state to be in. No one's supposed to feel good all the time. Or dissociated. Like, <laughs> dissociated. <laughs> you know, detached from reality for too long. Thoughts you know? of grandeur for too long can be yeah. really detrimental too. Yeah. And for harm reduction, I think one thing that we should kind of talk about is in a lot of these bigger cities like LA or New York or Baltimore or these places where it's very prevalent, maybe don't bum cigarettes off people. Oh, yeah. dude, that's what I was going to mention earlier. I forgot to mention this. Uh, in Washington, D.C., apparently it's fucking super popular. Yeah. It's actually not that popular in Baltimore because of uh, the heroin and crack epidemic. have pretty much like completely taken over so no oh, one does really? pcp yeah so in, in but it's crazy because dc is so close to uh, i was baltimore DC when i said baltimore yeah it's all good uh in dc one in four overdoses are from pcp apparently in the Jeez. uh in the hospital that's insane yeah uh, um yeah so maybe in dc don't bump cigarettes off people probably not a smart idea trust your weed dealer because it is true that a lot of the times when people say, oh, I think my weed was laced, it's probably not. But, you yeah. know, it has happened and it does happen. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, just err on the side of caution when taking drugs from people you don't know or cigarettes or, or alcohol or drugs in general. I think for my biggest, uh, uh, one, one thing I was actually reading in a paper earlier about how PCP could be used for antidepression in the future possibly could be a good solution for it for some people. Where they were saying that this has everything to do with set and setting um, the amounts taken and the like how long you've been taking it. And it's just everything. So it's super uh, important, I guess, to know that don't just go take PCP and think it's going to be good for an antidepressant or anything like that. Right. Totally. Just don't go take PCP, in my opinion. But if you sure. do be safe, I, and I guess the, the I don't even know how to say be safe with it, you know? Smoke be that safe. shroom stick. 
<laughs> no, so I'm not gonna advise. I'm not gonna go tell people to do drugs. No, definitely no. But if you are gonna do drugs, test for drugs, be safe, and be responsible. And yeah, don't freaking be bumming cigarettes. First of all, don't be bumming cigarettes from people, dude. You this freaking COVID out there and the herpes is running rampant, dude. So <laughs> yeah, don't just be just, bumming cigs, dude. People just put c- all their whole pack in their mouth first, just to make sure I they're do. all good. When <laughs> I smoke cigarettes, back. dude, I would freaking lick every one of those, dude. I'd dip it into my butt and then put it back in the pack, dude. <laughs> so then when anyone asked me for a cigarette, I'd be like, Yeah, for sure, here's a cigarette. And then, and then they'd be, be smoking my butthole, dude. Yeah, it's be like, ah, that's what you get for fucking bumming cigarettes, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to mention as well It kind of relates to harm reduction But doesn't uh, at all it, I just thought it was really funny uh, In Bellevue in Washington The psych ER and toxicology program Has a saying That naked running is PCP Until proven otherwise <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean it does seem like They're closed off I mean it obviously made those Chronic schizophrenic patients get kind of horny So well, this Saturday yeah. in Portland is the uh, is the the city's naked bike race or whatever. Dude, nice. Or, I wonder, or, or just a tour through Portland it, naked. Yeah, I might go. I, but so don't that get arrested means, for being on PCP. I know. I was gonna say, does that mean everybody there is on PCP? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's Portland. I don't think we have PCP here. Keep yeah. Portland. Keep Portland weird, dude. Keep Portland PCP. That's what they. That's what PC stands for. It's PCP. Portland, dude. PCP. <laughs> <laughs> I solved PC the puzzle, piece. guys. <laughs> Do I get a prize now? No. Your prize is PCP? Uh, Sherm. Dude, nice. <laughs> Some good nice. wobble weed. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking magic mist, dude. Yeah. A little bit of right. fucking... Anyways, yeah. That's all I got. What? Yeah. I think we're... Well, PCP is never going to be out of the conversation. So oh, it's something- speaking of... Sorry, yeah. I got one more thing. Okay. My bad. Uh, I was talking about Rodney King earlier. The police said the same shit about George Floyd and Daniel Prude. Uh, so the George Yikes. Floyd murder, they were trying to say that they thought he was on PCP. Yeah, because when people are begging for their life, that typically means they're high on PCP. Yeah. Yep. 100%, dude. <laughs> nope, that's fucked up. It's fucking horrible. That yeah, that it is. Happened. That's fucking disgusting. And, yeah, and it's it's just... We need to spread awareness about PCP, which is what we're trying to do, and about any drugs, so then the cops can't just fucking say stupid shit like that and then get away with it. It's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and another thing I'd say, too, if you're going to use PCP, um, don't mix it with anything else. Yeah. You know? And don't do it, like, outside. That goes with saying with most of the drugs we talk about. Don't mix Most them. of the drugs. But definitely this one is, like, so fucking, like... Scary, unpredictable, yeah. you know? It's so unpredictable, unpredictable and mixing it with drugs that are also unpredictable, which alcohol I think is a great one to, you know. One of the uh interviews I watched uh, from Soft White Underbelly, which is a great documentarian of just like like crazy street culture and like backwoods type of stuff. Uh one of the addicts was a PCP addict and she would frequently mix meth and PCP. Wow. Sheesh. What a combo, yeah. dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Talk about schizophrenia. Oh, dude, yeah. Holy they crap. must have unlocked like the fucking craziest superhuman powers. <laughs> yeah, dude. they probably learned everything about the universe and then forgot all of it. Uh, she what- kind of was going through like uh, delusions of grandeur during the interview. Just being like, yeah, I just like know everything. Like I know what I need to do. I know. I know. Yep. Yeah. Damn, it's dude. Crazy. She fucking, uh, what's that? Uh, fuck. What is that drug? 
Uh, where that movie is about where he freaking takes the drug and unlocks the rest of his brain. And Limitless. Not- <laughs> Limitless. Yeah, dude. She freaking, she found that out. I wonder if that's also the remedy that they gave to the Hulk. I feel like the Hulk was probably on PCP and meth. (laughs) (laughs) And a little bit of Kratom, which made him green. (laughs) 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 Who knew these drugs were all freaking mixed and all linked together? Yeah, for real. That's crazy. And Marvel. Wait, is Hogan... Hogan? 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 Amen, brother. (laughs) It's time for me. Uh, on PCP. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder... I don't know if the Hulk was DC or Marvel. I think it was DC. I have no idea. Pretty sure it's yeah. DC. Uh, We're gonna lose some listeners. With that, that note, Sorry, thank guys. you so much for listening to the PCP episode. Uh, please, if you could, go follow our social media. Follow our Instagram at drinking or drinking out of cups underscore podcast <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, we got Mike over here at resting potential base and underscore base on also uh, SoundCloud and Instagram. We got. Ryan at Rhino118 on Instagram. And we got me at R-A-Y-V-Y-N, the number two T-U-R-N-T on YouTube and Instagram. And then, most importantly, for only $3 a month, you could get our Patreon, which there's a ton of cool stuff in the works for the Patreon. So don't miss out while it's still there. No deal. It's still going to be there. But true. get there Uh, while you can. Yeah, dude, get there while you can. It'll probably still be there if you don't get there immediately. But you should get there so then we can freaking make you know why you they should happier. get there is because I worked all day in a hundred degree week. Uh, exactly, I worked all day in a hundred degree <laughs> heat, and it was terrible. And I don't want to do it anymore. So yeah, ah. so you guys could change that. You could make a raven. <laughs> For only three dollars a month, <laughs> you could save a raven. It's not a bird; it's just some alcoholic that sits in his Aww. room researching. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, researching things, Hulk was a uh, Marvel, not DC. So sorry to anybody that I said it's DC. You probably offended, offended you. a ton of. People. Oh, I'm sure, and I apologize yeah. sincerely, dude. And if you freaking. Give me your address. I'll mail you a letter that uh, has kisses says, on it. It's a yeah. blank piece of paper, but it has kisses. Yeah, kisses. I'll put. I'll freaking. <laughs> <laughs>